excuse me. Hello and welcome back to Bag of Tricks. This is episode four and obviously because it's a Wednesday, we talk about everything. So before the podcast, I was procrastinating doing work and I was kind of just doing the old scrolling about and I kind of came across like me and my friend were having a conversation about if you were a dog, what breed would you be? And BuzzFeed being BuzzFeed, <laughs> of course, they have a quiz on it. So it asks you a series of questions and then it kind of describes to you what breed you would be. So I came out as a Great Dane and my other friend came out as a Labrador. So what did you come out as? <laughs> uh, well, I was wishing for a pug. Love pugs. My nickname at school was Pug. Uh, gorgeous animals, loving pieces. So you'd expect Pug is my spirit animal. <laughs> but no, I got a great day. Hey, join the club. Scooby <laughs> Doo Club. I, I do believe it was uh, it's a fix. It's I'll, a fix. I'll be messaging BuzzFeed after this. Saying, a strongly worded strongly to BuzzFeed. Here, I should be a pug. But no, it was, um, it's interesting. What were you hoping for uh, when you were answering these questions? What's your favourite kind of animal? And... Well, it's obviously uh, dog specific. Yes. So I was kind of maybe, I don't know. I was kind of either like hoping for like a husky or beagle. I don't know why, because obviously they betray the roles of like, so obviously huskies, for example, they're really good animals, like working in a team. Because I'm a very are much you, a team player. Are you trying to hint towards, you'll give me a job? <laughs> I'm really good at these things. This is my resume. No, just like, for example, like I feel like I'm like a good team player. I'd say like if I need to, I'm good in a leadership role. Which obviously huskies have to be when also they're doing like the dog sled and stuff like that. Yes. Beagles are like loyal, they're cute. They're yappy little things. Beagles are not yappy. Yeah, they are. No, they, they aren't. They just go, that's a pug, mate. I know. No, we, <laughs> I, we snort and sleep. No, like, I, I don't get it, right? Who wants to spend £1,000 on a dog? It's 2000 now because of COVID. Honestly. That's even worse. <laughs> Who wants to spend £2,000 on a dog? Fair enough if, like, you're into, like, dog shows and pedigrees and all that. I totally get it because you can make thousands of pounds off it. See if you're just wanting a dog that you can take a walk that's going to entertain the kids. Why are you spending... Two thousand pounds. I'm sorry. Like not even just for pugs. This is across like the whole board. Like for example, like um, my family are like looking at hopefully to get a dog. Um, or maybe a cat. We don't know yet. And the prices for animals is just kind of crazy. Well, it's went it's went up recently because of COVID. Because the whole point is everyone wanted a Nintendo Switch. Everyone wanted a dog or a cat or something like that. A family pet keep you company during lockdown and it's skyrocketed all the prices and everything that's going on and it's just, it's a shame because uh, I'd love a dog I'd love to have a, a family pet can't can't get one because my dad he's allergic but you, I just it's one of those things you'd, you'd love to have and as you've said you want one so mm. uh, I wouldn't personally pay £2,000. Uh, Would you find, like, a way? Like, a dodgy way to get about it? <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, can I do fine? <laughs> do you imagine having, like... Some people probably have had to do that, or they've, like, 
for even like obviously as you know when you're a kid you always go mom I want a pony or mom I want a puppy or dad can I get really get a cat or a hamster obviously times are really difficult at the minute so for the fact if for example like you say you love pugs like yeah. you were nicknamed pug at school like I remember like for your 18th birthday we I, bought you a pug t-shirt and I had a pug cake yeah yeah like just everything was like pug mad and it's kind of like imagine if you were a little kid you like your heart was desired to have a pug like for some families like it's impossible it's impossible and obviously you don't want to like crush your child's dreams like Uh you don't want someone to have to go through that but at the same time it's like two thousand pounds yeah as a as a for that small little dog that could protect like doesn't like pugs don't have a very long lifespan either no um as a kid i've always i always wanted a dog and that's one of my the few things my mum and dad were always upset that they couldn't give me because my dad would die <laughs> so it was it was a dog dog of my dad and we kind of we kind of had to deal with our dad so oh, it was one of those things how but, selfish how selfish <laughs> but uh no we ended up getting a hamster we had a hamster for a few years we had uh, a goldfish see i've always had cats so when i was first born we had a siamese that was just the coolest thing ever because siamese are chinese like japanese or chinese um fighting cats so it was just awesome. Like you would see it, like <laughs> so, no, like so. No, 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 no. Nah, so like I, I, I don't remember specifically because I was only two. But my mom, like we, like lived near the fort, like the woods, mm-hmm. um, and my mom and dad. I remember them telling me they were like one night, like so the cat would stay in all day but go out at night, mm-hmm. um, because it didn't like cars and stuff like that, um, and they were like one night it was like four a.m. or something, and they just heard like cats fighting. And my dad was kind of like, it's Misha, she's fine, we'll, we can go back to sleep, like, she'll be okay. She would always wait at the front door to wait to get brought back in in the morning when my dad would, like, open the house up and turn off the alarm or whatever. And he was like, she walked in, covered in blood, and there was a fox lying dead on the driveway. <laughs> the cat killed a fox. <laughs> I'm sorry. How odd, like, I understand that's very sad for the fox and I never oh, want to harm, well, like, yeah. or animals and stuff like that. But how badass is that? Well, like probably well, to be fair, at the time when you were younger, at the age of what two, foxes were still considered vermin. Was mm. it because there was it wasn't until like twenty ten? Well, it was still legal then to obviously like skin them and Yeah. I so, don't know if it was still legal to so, hunt them, but yeah. I know it was still legal to like make them into a kit a, dra- a jacket. Yeah. So at the time it was kinda oh that's awesome. Nowadays it would probably be like, Oh god, he's just killed a fox. And it's outside our house. Yeah. Like, now, like, for example, because we still, like, live quite near the forest, like, just how our area is. Yeah. During the summer, we get badgers in our back garden. Like, my mum feeds them full roast tur- like roast chickens, that like, the leftovers in the cartilage and carcass. Do you not have, like, a pet badger? Yeah. It, she's, uh, we don't know if... We actually think it's a family, but we just call it Leslie. So it's <laughs> Leslie the badger. And then in the winter, we get foxes. Like, fair enough, like, they always say don't feed them, they're wild animals. But it's kind of like, if they're doing no harm, you know they're going to come at the same time every night. Like, you obviously, well. up until recently, we also had jo- we had a, I had a ragdoll called Josh after Misha passed, and he lived for a good 18 years. Um, and he was the big, like, compared to Misha, he was a badass, like, killing, killing things, like, because she can. We had Josh that our neighbours have chickens, and the chickens attack Josh. 
Yeah. Like, it was a big, massive comparison. Like, Josh was really loving, like, obviously he had the ragdoll nature of just being really chill and everything like that. Like Eating my chicken, it was... Uh, <laughs> uh, coming in from school one day, I went to, went to my friends, far enough here, and went to get my Greg's out, my roast chicken sandwich. Chicken baguette. Oh, wow, chicken lovely, meal baguette. Love a chicken Top meal baguette. baguette. Oh, sitting down, getting ready. Open the, pull down the wrapper, set, turn away to look at something. Can't remember what I was looking and at. You're just chatting to. Me. Turn, turned back. The cat on my chest, <laughs> licking it, trying to lick at my sandwich, trying to bite it. I'm just can't be bothered with you. But no, um, something else. It's it, it was a. To be fair, he was a gorgeous cat, and he was loved. He was like a wee mascot to a wee friend group almost. Oh, definitely. <laughs> oh, he was. He was great, but what did I'm obviously not sure the prices then, but roughly what what did your family pay for that cat at the time? Well, obviously, it was eighteen years ago. Yeah. So it was. Well, I was only because the whole issue with Misha is Misha ran away. So obviously, we always say when animals run away, it means that's when. They know they're about to pass. Yeah. So Misha done that when we were about, th- I was three. So for my sister's seventh birthday, so I was about th- three or four. Um, It was like a couple of months after Misha had like disappeared. They got Josh and they got him from England. Um, From what I can remember, because he's a pedigree ragdoll at the time, he was only £400. Well, that was pedigree ragdoll, uh, £400. And he's a pure breed as well. Nowadays, currently, because he's pedigree. Pedigree ragdolls would probably cost you about a thousand. Pushing that a thousand. Ah, uh-huh. and that's just, it's crazy. They are gorgeous cats, though. Yeah, to be fair, they are. And they are well, very like loving natured and stuff. Fair enough. You probably can. Like some people will sell them for a lot cheaper. Yeah, but for but, a full pedigree, like yeah. that's an amazing price to so, get. So obviously, it is a bit crazy with what's going on with the, the whole COVID thing and pushing up prices. And it's going to get really awkward if you want to get a cat or a dog from elsewhere, out, out with the country. Yeah. Uh, with that's, the, new that's international, issue, the, the new international laws that are coming in. Well, there was the whole thing with uh, Tommy Fury and um, Molly Haig from Love Island. They imported a dog from Turkey and it died like two days later. Mm-hmm. And it cut like for her 21st. And... Fair enough, like, the dog dies, that's very sad. It was also, like, they had to go pick the dog up from the airport and all that because it was being imported from Tar. It was, like, a pom-pom teddy thing. Yeah, the... the, the that was cute. called Mr. Chow or something like that. Yeah. Obviously, it's sad. You get a new pup, you're excited. It's a big 21st birthday present. But then the ki- she turns around and goes, I can't live in my apartment anymore, so they move out. Like, I understand it's very sad, like... But I couldn't see myself where if I was so distraught, I would have to, like, move. You you had that dog for two days. Okay, yeah, it was a special birthday, but two days. You had your cat for, what, 18 years? You're still living in the same house? Mm. Like, it's not... Fair enough, I don't have the movie, the movie, the money to move out, but even still, like... It's, yeah, it's, it's a bit silly. Um, but that's the biggest problem right now is... The import, uh, the ability foreign to... Foreign animals, yeah. Foreign animals and foreign things in general. Yeah. 
Because obviously Brexit. Well, have you seen on TikTok? No, have you seen on TikTok like all the black market animals? There's black. What? Yeah, so. Am I missing the Fair enough, it's America, TikTok. right? And America is just a different breed. <laughs> they have a different... I'm sorry, but some of the stuff, like, for example, I'm pretty sure in America, some haggis is illegal to import. So they eh? can't. Yeah. Do you not know this? This is why they can't have oh, haggis. Well, to be because fair, it's illegal uh, to import. But this is the thing haggis is a wild animal native to Scotland, so you have yeah. to try and it's protect course. it. And yeah. It's, it's Every family has a pet haggis. <laughs> but no, it's like. We all have one lived in our back garden. <laughs> yeah. All that rubbish and one leg smaller and one's longer because you go in. Gotta love Scottish stereotypes. But no, like, it's absolutely bonkers. So, like, I remember I saw a TikTok the other day. The kid got piranhas from the black market. Imagine having a pet piranha. No, like, oh, I, I really don't want to, like, finish my steak. I'll just chuck it to the fish. <laughs> like, how bizarre is that? I mean, I know there's loads of loads of different people in America that have got different kind of pets that they really do love. Like, I know there's puffer fish, which is somewhat more common. He maybe argue they're less dangerous, even though they they are poisonous. They are poisonous in some point. Uh, if you touch I understand if like you're rich enough to hire people that know what they're doing, or for example, it's something like for example, if like you're an aspiring marine biologist, or you're just really yeah. fascinated with fish, I totally respect it. But these guys were like, oh no, we're just gonna go on the black market and Pir- see what we can get like, and they got like five piranhas it's like in America you get uh, you get piranhas you get alligators or crocodiles don't know which ones they end up getting you end up getting uh, monkeys you, you if you've watched Friends obviously Marcel the monkey or Tiger King Tiger King well yeah, I think Big Cats is like a lot stricter now yeah but that's this the thing in America that's like oh let's try and get the weirdest pet possible like parrots and all kind of things are more common over there yeah. But over here, you... you obviously, some... it would be harder to access because they're right next to South America, which is obviously got massive forests. Whereas, obviously, here, like, we yeah. don't really have that access to that, so yeah. it would be harder to transport. Yeah, but the big problem is, see if you go to your local swing park in Scotland, the best thing you're going to find is a worm. <laughs> or a snail. <laughs> or a snail. Very exotic. If you were, say for instance, like your dad wasn't like allergic to anything and everything was cool and they were like chilled with like you again. And what's like probably the most exotic thing you would want to get? A pug. <laughs> Honestly, that's... Out of everything, you're seriously going to choose a pug. Well, if I was to get exotic, I can't really think of anything because my uncle had a snake. Oh, I, I don't like... Fair enough, like, snakes are really cool. I don't mind touching them. I just couldn't have one in my house. No, I... I don't understand keeping them as a pet. No, I don't get that. It, it freaked me out when he... I think he still has maybe one of them. But uh, he had about three or four of them. Um, that's... <sighs> couldn't deal with that. Imagine that breaking out. Like, you just have a snake kicking about your house. Tarantulas couldn't deal with that. I'd be more scared of what if they broke out and that thing could kill me. Yeah. Parrots is another one I just couldn't... Mm. I think it'd be cool, but it'd get annoying when they like are talking to you. Yeah, um, but no, I think the most exotic thing is just a dog. I don't for yourself. For myself, I, I don't. I'm not. I wouldn't say I'm a bland person. I'm very, very much other than that. I'm not, not bland. I'd like to think, but, well, I'm currently wearing a hoodie that's five different colours, so, 
<laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not one for the basic. But I think for me, when you're having a pet, it has to be something that you can form an emotional connection with. Mm -hmm. Like I know a lot of people do form emotional connections with, with like snakes and that. But to me, an emotional connection is like a, a a pet you could take out, and if it bites you, you couldn't die. <laughs> And it'll be perfectly fine. Because I'm not wanting to go and take my snake out a walk. <laughs> Here's the park. Take it away from. <laughs> no, but you know what I mean? It's, I, I'd want a pet that I could take outside. Yeah. I would want a pet that I can go, I'm going to take you in the car. Or like you can go on adventures with it. Uh, I totally get what you mean. So like, for example, if it was just like an everyday pet, yeah, I'd be the same. Probably like a dog or a cat. Because, have you seen that? People have been taking their cats out walks. There's actually a lady around our area who's got that backpack. Yes. And she's got, and she, rock, she rocks around. So there's like a circuit you can do where we live and it's a 5k. And she puts her cat in this bag that's like on the internet. And she takes it out walks with her. I, I, she, I mean, she, it, she kicks around our area. I don't, I don't know if like there's other people that like do I, that. I but. know there's one other person closer up uh a bit further north of us not not like miles and miles away but like not the northern the, the next town over yeah uh does a woman that walks around with a cat on a lead yeah which is somewhat common sometimes but yeah it's <laughs> the bag like i'd get like if like fair enough like it's kind of a cool different way of taking them to the vet that proper like 5k walk <laughs> just to take them to the vet no i'm all right <laughs> um no, but actually, now that I'm starting to think about it, maybe a turtle. Ooh. I quite I quite like the idea of having a turtle. Um, maybe calling it Speedy. I know that's... That's kind of like, have you ever seen the movie Daddy Daycare? Yeah. Yeah, and the, the kid, they, they called it Flash. Yeah. That's <laughs> that's the kind of the kind of whole idea that I would have. Like, I know it's kind of cliche. It's like, oh, you get a turtle and you call it Flash, Speedy, Lightning or whatever. I generally would get a turtle, call it Speedy, and like train it to run. <laughs> if that's possible, well, they if, actually swim fast. Though. Yeah, I would train them to like go fast and like. That's why you had to get a turtle, though, like because you can get a turtle. It's not tortoises can't swim. Oh, I couldn't. I Turtles can swim, but tortoises can't. For someone who really enjoys the whole idea of animals, and I, I love watching the the Deadly Sixties and the Deadly Sixty. Oh, what a throwback! Um, There's I've not seen it yet, but. David Attenborough brought out a new, um, like Blue Planet thing where it's yeah. about that's really that's for really for good. stuff for someone who loves watching stuff like that and yeah would watch like stuff like that when I was younger especially dinosaurs and all those kind all of the things fun stuff I couldn't tell you which is a turtle and which is a tortoise because I think it I've has never... something to do with la it's something like tortoises I think live on like they can they live on land which one's Master Rugui that's all that matters. Because I, I know one... Are you really referring to Kung Fu Panda? Yeah, Master Agui is a legend. I don't know what you're talking about. <coughs> but I, 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 love the, I love the whole idea of having a turtle that could live past me. That's, that sounds weird. So you have a pet that outlives you? Yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> Imagine that. You have a pet that you have, like, say your dad has, then you have, then your so kids have. So it's almost like a generational A thing. generational, like, pet. Because obviously with dogs you have them for like, what? 
I think the oldest one's like 20 years. 20 years, if that, on a Some push. cats, it's 30, yeah. if you're lucky. That's that's one generation, maybe pushing the second. Mm-hmm. That's not that's not a story you could tell. This isn't a, like a... This turtle will have war wounds. <laughs> <laughs> it's, not, it's, it's sad to say, that, but it'll be like a family heirloom almost. I know it's weird to say about like a family thing. mascot. Like a, fa- a family <laughs> mascot. Yeah, this is Speedy. He is a turtle. He is now seven hundred and sixty-three years old. <laughs> no, so like, you're gonna think my exotic pet's quite weird, but I don't know why. I just think it'd be really cool to have. But I'd really like. So see, with like when I'm older and I've got like, I'm living in like my own house and everything. I'd love to have jellyfish. That'd be awesome. And I, I don't know why, like, I think it's from, um, if you've ever watched it as a kid or read the books, Alex Ryder. They've done a movie with Alex Pettifer and he was like this kid spy or whatever. It's kind of like a kid's James Bond. And in the scene, like at the end, the bad guy has a box jellyfish, which is considered the world's deadliest jellyfish. It can kill you in like 60 seconds. Yeah. Fair enough, I wouldn't get that. I'd get like the cool, like, because most jellyfish at night glow up. Like, see when it's yeah. dark, they glow. Well, like, how sick would, like, not even as just, like, an interior, like, oh, it's going to look really cool in my house, just as well as, like, jellyfish are so fat. Like, the things don't have brains, but they function. They eat. If uh, they need to, they eat themselves to stay alive. Uh-huh. It's, yeah. And they can, ele- they've got electricity in them. How cool is that? I could, I can see where you're coming from. That's quite awesome. Um... It's just finding it. It's just finding one. (laughs) When you move to America. No, not even. You just go to the the, the beaches of Scotland. Get loads of them. Just pick one up. (laughs) (laughs) That is true. When you go to the beach, mums always do go, Oh, where can you... Where can you... uh, Can Can you you see the jellyfish? Can you see the jellyfish? Here, mind not to touch them 10 seconds after you've already touched them. Yeah. To be fair though, another cool one would probably be like an octopus. Yeah. I mean... But octopus tend to like hide and like to not... They kind of like to stay with them. Ah, but they're dangerous. Do you know the, the like beaks can like break bones. Yeah. Like nah, couldn't no, couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I mean, I know turtles can do that. Like the, you've got the snapping turtle that can like smash, like metal and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, but, like, like I'm insane. talking about the wee, the wee tiny tortoises, turtles that are, like. You can hold in two hands and you can just go, oh, look at the nose. And I know they call one Donatello, have Michelangelo, you know, like a, a proper little... Wee gang. A wee, a wee Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle thing. You can have I, them all different bandanas. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got a collection of bandanas. You just cut wee holes in each of my bandanas and just, there you go. That's how you tell them apart. God's sake, that's ridiculous. Well, speaking of your, your black market uh, TikTok of animals, what is your favourite TikTokers at the moment? Or See, mine's, mine are like so mixed. So like, for example, I know they're a bit controversial, right? But there's a couple of guys in the hype house I really like. So like, oh, for example, yeah. Alex Warren and Cove are like super cute together. I know they've had like controversy or whatever but I really like everyone always compares him as like oh he's a wannabe David Dobrik I really like him though yeah, I don't know if it's because he's that's like because he is a wannabe David Dobrik it's very similar I understand like his concept and everything but you can't fair enough David Dobrik was like the first person to do it so you could potentially call it the David Dobrik way or whatever give it a name 
But it's kind of like he's not the first person to do like to kind of take David's style. Many people have kind of adapted to going that way about it. Yeah, each kind of each kind of generation or sub bracket has a an entrepreneur almost of yeah the method. So for example, Scary Games was PewDiePie. Mm-hmm. FIFA was like FIFA Monster, and uh, you had Castro. You still had K- KSI. Um, each kind of yeah, Harry, Harry is aye, Harry as well. Uh, you have these entrepreneurs of different genres of YouTube that start it off and TikTok and everything, but I think he is very much. You you have the people who have the genre and have the start, and the people who make their own genre in their own kind of way. Yeah, they bring their own creative flair. But yeah, he's so one. It's very much. I want to be David Dobrik. He. I want to be him. If I can make content just like him, I'll be Well, it's just working for them. It is working, but it's just... Like, he talks about, like, literally, I think it was, like, just over a year ago. Uh, like, a year or two, maybe. He was homeless. Yeah. Now he's living... He's buying a house. He has a McLaren, a Tesla. He's living in a multi-million pound... Well, multi-million dollar house in LA. Being really successful, doing YouTube, doing TikTok... And doing whatever else he's doing. And it's working for them. So yeah. people, you can see all you want. Oh, he's a wannabe. But it's kind of like, well, it's paying off for the kid. Like, yeah, look at how successful he is. He's able to, like, for example, like, most of the Hype House are his childhood friends. Yeah, true. They make up, like, the, like, fair enough, you've still got, like, Thomas and you've got Little Huddy and Michael and stuff. But even still, like, the main, like, kind of wee group within it, like, Ryland, uh, Papar, um, Calvin and Patrick and Cover, they're all from Alex. Yeah, they're all like childhood friends and I think that's really nice. That helps, I think, when you're building a, a kind of platform for where you are or what you want to be. You can, you can see that in loads of genres, like when you're actually friends with someone. I think and you get better videos. You get better videos because you can actually have banter. Yeah, it's not. And awkward. then when your fr- when your fans start to get clued in on all this kind of banter, they feel like they're a part of your friend group. Yeah. Rather than when they get clued in on all this banter, they're feeling like part of a a fan base. Mm-hmm. And that's something you see with um. When you, I mean. The f- the only one I can really think of right now there's uh, TGI bros as well and all these kind of people but sidemen are the biggest ones they are they've been friends for seven more than seven years more than seven years uh, a lot of them have been friends since childhood simon and jj obviously are the first two that come to mind then you got josh and toby who have been friends since the very start josh was originally a a big push of the uh, college community so was ethan uh, harry was kind of obviously the guernsey boy he was yeah he was his own driving factor, but each of these people got intertwined in a certain way, and uh, mm-hmm. and all of they started to build a fan base and a friendship, and that's what you want. You want our wee, our wee family, and it's great to see that the the hype house has that. Yeah, it's really nice. Um, so I obviously go from Alex Warren to then there's a guy called Dylan. He's really cool because he makes ice cream cakes. <gasps> I love him. And they're so satisfying to watch. The transition of that is just ice cream to a cake. And that's not a very, like, that is not something you get 
in the UK. You don't like. You, it's not like if, the most exotic thing you probably get is a Costco cake. Yeah. Let's well, be real. Like calling the caterpillar is pretty exotic. I'll have you. Know. <laughs> like that's like a cake. Like oh, I'll just quickly go get a Colin. Like you're not <laughs> gonna go because I think the company's called Coldstone. It doesn't exist in. Obviously, like, I know, like, if you go to, like, European countries, like, you can get ice cream cake, like, no, you can, like, Spain and stuff. But within the UK, like, that's just not really a thing. No, it's not, um... And it's kind of sad, because they look really good. Yeah, <laughs> um... I mean, I've got a few... A few loves of TikTok. Um, I'm a big fan of the basic, um... Chris. Call me Chris. I think she's hilarious. Um, her little kind of persona and the way she acts around everything is it's just hilarious and she's got the wee hands that she uses. Yeah. And is that the girl with the bl- short blonde hair? Short blonde hair. Yeah, she she's really it. good. Yeah. yeah. She's got red at the minute. Uh, no, she's just changed it because she just hit 7 million. Alright. So she's changed it. It's got like a purple streak at the front with like purple at the bottom with also blue. It's awesome. Oh, that's cool. It's proper like... He's st- she's it's still like a Canadian. Yeah, she's still got like the blonde in it, but mm-hmm. it's really nice. Um, I think she's she's really funny. She was, she's one of the few people on TikTok I think deserves her fame, and hasn't went through uh, mainstream media to push yeah. push herself further. She's kind of naturally done her own naturally thing. done her own thing, and she's got the the fans. And it's not about the money; it's mm-hmm. about actually having a wee community she's got her own wee P.O. box that you send things yeah, to yeah I've loved that and she takes the dog oh it takes the dog <laughs> I really like her I love TikTokers like that like so for example like I don't know if you know them so there's like a wee group within themselves so there's Iron Sanctuary Beer Bong Jong Youth, Path- Youth Pastor Ryan and there's a couple other guys within the group and I think there's like Trevor Warner in Mexico or whatever his name is they're really sound like they're all like they're like a couple of the guys are a bit older like i actually just became a dad um mm-hmm. and then you've got like youth pastor ryan who's the guy that always talks about working at disney and everyone kind of thinks he's gay but he's not yeah, yeah, yeah um and they're like really lovely guys and all their videos are dead funny like i know beer bong john and youth pastor ryan just did one where they do like real life mario kart and they literally all they did was went to the shop got a blow up like um, Halloween costumes and race around the pool. That's awesome. Like that, like and it's just a, like that's something everybody can do. Whereas you're getting like, you um TikTokers like for example like people in the hype house like people like the Sway Boys, they'll go to people's houses and get like these ridiculous cars and go oh like Alex Warren for example he got Logan Paul to drive him over off a Hummer. Yeah, it's like. Me and my pals couldn't do that. Who the hell's gonna let? I'm not gonna like get driven over by somebody's random car. I no, wouldn't do that. Not. Or you'd be like, oh yeah, we've brought like David Dobrik's quite good for it. He's like, oh yeah, I've got this science guy. We're gonna do the big foam thing, or yeah. oh we're gonna bring in this guy. He's gonna bring in a live sloth or snake or whatever. And like the bit, like obviously, Borat too. It just came out. David Dobrik did a collab with Borat yeah. and surprised all his friends with him and. They spent like a full day with Borat. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'll... So it's nice to see these people do things where you and your friends could do yourselves and you can relate to it a lot more. It's really good to be, I think, relatable. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, like, obviously, fair enough, these people who have got the fame now probably were relatable before that's how they've gained their fan base. 
and now now they kind of haven't because they're doing all these ridiculous things that you can't do with everyday life. I think another another part about realism is I I follow a lot of the not so much political TikTokers. They're not political. Some of them touch on political points, but a lot of them are but are more about how life actually is. Yeah. And how horrible life can be and how you can pick yourself up from it. Do you know who's great with that? Who? Littlest Chicken. Oh, Littlest Chicken is... Scottish TikTok is just a different breed, though. Scottish TikTok, <laughs> I don't... I think there's the f- the four main ones that I'm thinking of right now that are just fantastic, which is uh, Littlest Chicken, Mark Hamilton. I think he's... Hilarious. I think he's only because people consider him good-looking. Yeah, but he still and has... And his pal Johnny. Yeah, I think, I think Mark Hamilton's actually got a personality, though. And that's one of the best things, is... He's good looking with a personality and he can actually laugh at him and laugh with him. So that helps. I think another one's Max Monroe. I think, yeah. I think he's uh, probably... Have you seen his Glasgow Uni skits? Oh, he's... Got, he's... <laughs> um, he's, he's doing... He just has so much banter and he's he's all for... Oh, it's a, uh, he's all for the, the love and support of everyone around him. He's a big advocator of uh, mental health. Yeah, for men. For men, and he's he's just got this so. He's he's got his life so not so much sorted, but he's he knows what he's doing. He's there to make people smile, not to make money or make content. You'd love. To, uh, I think he would love to. I'd love to make loads of money yeah. off it. Well, but he's already tried to get a shoe. Yeah. Deal. <laughs> He was, I mean, he was desperate for that, but I don't know if that actually happened or not. And the last one is Rachel Stevens. I, th- I think oh, it's really? Stevens. Uh, I think she's really funny, honestly. I think if she's... If, I know she's single. If is she, you try to shoot your shot? Is me shooting my shot over a podcast that she'll never see? <laughs> or here. Or here. Or well, that's here. a very optimistic shooting of it's, the shot. It's shooting of the shot, but uh, I do... I do think she's actually really funny. I think the way she acts is a lot like Max. It's a lot of a, uh, it's a bit of banter, bit of fun. I'll make you laugh. I'm not here to make money, but if I end up making money, I'll make money. That's quite nice. Yeah. I think, like you say, there are a couple of people like that. So, for example, like um, the wee guy we were talking about earlier that we both like, um, McCree. Yes. And he's like, he does ridiculous videos like at three in the morning going, I'm going to make some coca noodles. And literally all his videos are either him about streaming or it's him talking about how much he fancies his microwave. Or, or his, no, his toaster ke- or his kettle. toaster and his kettle. Yeah. His current one's his toaster, but I mean... Yeah. But I I'm think not, he'll go back those, to the kettle. Those are, people, those are people you want to enjoy and, and look and follow because I, honestly, they are so funny and it's... Uh, I can't see anything wrong with them. There's no... They never post anything boring. No. Um, I think, obviously, number one for me, though, has to be Littlest Chicken. Littlest Chicken is the best. Like, his whole song about phoning the council. Like, see if you tried to show those videos, though, to, like... So, for example, I've got a friend down in England, and I sent him the video of him in a bin pretending to be uh, that thing from Doctor Who. The it was Paltis. actually... Not the TARDIS, the wee, like... Then they Dollar. say exterminate. Yeah. yeah Try to be one of them. He was in a blue bin with a brush. <laughs> and it I was mean, the... F- I found it hysterical. And I, I sent him it going, this is when the English tried to cross our borders. 
think if I absolutely find myself hilarious and my English pal just went, WTF, what is going on? Like, yeah. is this what you guys do up in Scotland? Like, is this, like, what's happening at the minute? I mean, I think Little Chicken is the pure... I think he's like TikTok Lemmy. Oh, no, no, no. He is Better. the new Lemmy. Yeah. He, I think if he was to go on TV and get shown off, you could go, that's the new Lemmy. Mm-hmm. That is Lemmy. Yeah. Um, He's got the same kind of humour around him. A bit of, bit of banter, nothing nothing too serious. Never takes himself serious. No. Uh, makes fun of all the people, especially the, the woman that goes, It's Scottish. You're Scottish. Not Scotland. Or oh, the, um, the fake the American girl that the, says she's actually... Welsh. No, she lives in... The thing is, she lives in Wales, but she's like half American, half Scottish. Ooh. And that's why she's Ooh. into all this like, Scottish dialect. Ooh. <sighs> Just. No, just just no, it's no. I I think Little Chicken just makes fun content and funny yeah. and. But I think it would only work in Scotland. Scotland, same with like Still Game. Some people from other countries in the world do like it, but it's mm-hmm. one of those things where it's only relatable to Scottish people. Yeah, I think that's one of the things you kind of see with some uh, some sitcoms as well. So, for example, you had. In between us, in between us in the UK works so well, mm-hmm. and because of their laws about television and swearing, they couldn't say wanker, they couldn't say uh, what shit or anything like that. They couldn't mm-hmm. say these things, so they had to, they had to change all t- these things to like briefcase. I think it was briefcase turd, which is yeah. Why for you, America? For, stuff for like America, that. that's because they had to change the whole characters as well, and uh-huh. you just there's things that work in certain countries, and just things that. Well, it's also a massive thing where, in Britain, we are. I feel like our sense of humor is kind of it can be, it can be very sarcastic. Yeah. It can be quite like, it can be quite morbid. <laughs> oh. I think we have some of the darkest humour. Like, comedi- like, see, for example, if, like, you compare comedians. So, the top two in Scotland, I'd say, is probably... Well, top three probably is Larry Dean, Kevin Bridges, and Frankie Boyle. All three very different comedians within Scotland, right? Not including... What's his name? He, he went on to do film. What's his name? Grey hair. Billy Connolly. Billy Connolly. Yeah, he's a total icon. Yeah. But all four of them, if you take them into consideration, are all very different. Yeah, they're all they're different, and they've all got their own styles. But they all have the underlying we can kind of we make, can kind of see what we want. See well, what we want, unless you're Frankie Boyle and get banned from being on BBC for yeah. like a couple of years. But he's a very political. Yeah, I get what you mean. It, I think Scottish people can get away with things. And I, I agree. Also, in England, like, for example, you've got Russell Howard, Jimmy Carr. Um, I can't take to Jimmy Carr. I can see why he's funny. But to I me... Think I could, like, see in stand-up shows, he's okay, but see if you put him in an instant where, like, for example... Um, 8 out of 10. Did, 8 out of 10 cats does kind of down hilarious. Yeah. 
Um, it's the huge. show he does with Kath and Ryan on um, oh, TV, the two of us or something two, like that. Yeah. Um, absolutely hysterical because he's just taking like he's absolutely ripping people, which he's really good at. Mm-hmm. Um, roast battles and everything as well. Yeah. Really funny, and also that also gives a chance for like younger guys. Like, have you seen James Acaster? Oh God, that he's... guy. See when he was on British Bake Off, I was like, I could not feel my stomach from laughing <laughs> so was... much. Uh, His whole, st- started um, baking it, had a melt time. Here we bon are. Appetit. <laughs> Honestly, and he was like, "Oh, um, I did the seam with egg. I just added some salt." <laughs> <laughs> He's like, he, but I love comedians that don't try to be funny. No, you you get that, and I think in America you tend to get comedians that try too hard. Try too hard. I think you see that a lot with us. See the but see some of the stuff that. British that I'm trying to get my point was was like British comedians get away with saying so much stuff compared to like see in America because there's all the whole like well they've got the television laws and what you can and can't say and yeah they, they try and de- I feel like it's a lot more cleaner uh-huh. like, f- in America in America it's so sensitive sensitized and you, you you can't say things because you're too at risk of offending someone or too at risk of making someone upset and they're trying to keep everyone happy all at once whereas in, in Britain you just kind of go well we're going to try and keep everyone happy but if you're not happy and of course there's going to be jokes where sometimes people are going to be offended Yeah. but everyone reacts to jokes differently mm-hmm. like there's going to be jokes that you take offence to I'll take offence to or there's mm-hmm. sometimes jokes that can be taken too far and obviously, a good comedian will know when to kind of yeah. I think that. I think one of the big redeeming factors about Alan Carr is he knows how to make the line. He doesn't get the Alan Carr, Jimmy Carr, Jimmy Carr. Sorry, right, Mister Lamalaf. Lamalaf. He he knows how to make the line rather than let the audience. So basically, he'll start his shows off with a really, really horrendous joke. To kind of see And if someone, if they all laugh, he kind of goes, right, all of my script is now available. If a few people laugh, he goes, right, I can maybe cut it down a wee bit. Mm -hmm. And you can see that because he'd done a whole show where he was like, right, I'm going to tell this joke. Yeah. And he he went from it. And it was, that's what you... I remember seeing that, actually, yeah. I think you do really well. I think he does really well with that kind of stuff. I don't find him funny in general, but... That's a matter of opinion, obviously. Yeah. That's how life works. You're going to have opinions that uh, some people have that you don't agree with and you'll have uh, other opinions that people think, oh, that's perfect. Yeah. For example, who do you think is the best comedian? At the moment. In the UK. In the UK at the moment? Yes. I'm going to have, like, I know he's Scottish, right? But I'm going to have to say Kevin Bridges. Right. I think from, because, like, during quarantine, I kind of had a night where I was like, I want to be laugh, and watched all of his shows, every single one. Mm-hmm. And even though I'd seen a couple of them multiple times, you just, I was always laughing. It's always funny. Like, my favourite joke by Kevin Bridges is called, is Hoose Rice. Yeah, Hoose Rice is that so is funny. That is, like, such, like, that is a joke that is just going to be a timeless classic. And for anybody that doesn't know it, the joke kind of goes... He goes to his friend's house, his fam, his friends get a Chinese 
but they don't order rice with their takeaway. <laughs> it's so funny. But they don't order rice and they just, they make the rice themselves within the house and he's basically traumatised. Because they, they don't order rice. rice. So he's like, so his friend, he's like, you're going to be hush rice. When you're the older driving a fire, they go, who? Who's rice? Oh, and the best part is when they go, like, he's like, eh, where's the yellow shit? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it's, I like, mean, it's so relatable, like, like, I know my family are quite experimental and, like, they, my dad, like, doesn't get, like, yellow curry, salt, pepper, chicken, like, that's just something my family don't, they get, like, the iconic uh, chicken and black bean and all that sort of stuff. They wouldn't go for, like, curry sauce with their Chinese, whereas, like, there's some people where, obviously, that's, like, their go-to is, like, oh, I'm just going to get absolutely a dirty Chinese. Oh, see, see a dirty Indian, one of those, after you've just had a hangover or you're coming home from a hangover, uh, a night, a night, night out, chips, cheese, donner meat or a donner hoagie or... See, mine's either chips and gravy or chips and korma sauce. No, because chips, chips and gravy or chips and korma sauce makes me sick. Anything that's liquid... It's hot, like a hot liquid, even if it's like a cooled down liquid. See if it's liquidized, it just makes so me. So you bulk. basically just need like a lot of thick carbs. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's. I mean, I don't get hungover too often. I don't drink as much anymore. Um, don't don't really enjoy it as much. There's no much. There's not much enjoyment unless you're socializing, which yeah. you don't get to do a lot recently because of COVID. Mm-hmm. But no, it's. I I don't drink as much anymore, but when I did drink, as as when I did, because when, when you turn 18, you go buck wild and yeah. you drink anything that's on the table. Yeah. Um, it was after the night out, you either get a big pizza with chips, share it with your mates, that's you, that's your hangover cure, or you have a chips cheese dormy out of the Indian that seems to be located conveniently right across the road it does i don't know how do you not remember my 19th oh we went out to the which where where did we go we were in glasgow at cushion cushion then we went there was like a like takeaway place across the road we got i remember i got chips and gravy and pecora yeah i ended up with a donna hoagie Mm -hmm. but honestly if you when you walk out of where we were if you walk out of any nightclub anywhere, honestly, always... across the across the road to the left was a a wee dinky takeaway place, and across the road was a German doner kebab. Yeah, you well, just... when you think about it, if you go up to like um, the top of Glasgow where it's like garage driftwood, nice and sleazy, firewater. Yeah, there's like um, KFC Subway. And then there's like obviously like all the like takeaway places with like yeah. where you can get kebab meat, the Chinese, like there's load like just uh, they know what they're doing. Well, if you keep it more local to us, Angels, across the road there's an Enzo's, a Mister Chef, a Mister Rice. If you walk further up the road, there's a Marini's. There's a Subway, a Greg's. There's a total Well, obviously, a lot of those don't open at yeah. the time it shuts, but even still, like, it, is, even still, still, it is still there. You used yeah. to have, uh, what was it, Seven Spices? Mm-hmm. Uh, Spice of Life, or whatever they used to call it. I know it changed names quite a few times. But it's, I think it's a marketing tool. I don't know why, I don't understand Because everyone wants food when they're drunk. Yeah. 
It's like they always say eating's cheating. <laughs> no, but not afterwards. No, see once you've done the done the done the done, binge, done, done the binge, done the absolute smashing of yourself. Yeah, and you're just feeling a bit worse for wear. Just I think oh. the best thing is though is like so for example like back in March when everything like there was no lockdown, I was on a night out, came back and we ordered we got loads of KFC. So mm-hmm. I remember I ordered the eighty pound, the eight not eighty pound, eighty pop popcorn chicken. I was about to say box. eighty pounds worth of KFC. No, Jesus, like, no, it was maybe like forty at a push. I but that was between probably like eighties. No, two. Forty quid. Yeah, right. Listen, no, so I got no, 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 I got the eight the eighty popcorn chicken. Uh huh. Five chicken fillets. We got eight hot wings. And then there was like a burger, like there was like two burgers that the other person got. It came to like forty pounds because we got drinks and stuff as well, and other people ordered drinks. So overall, like the scram was maybe about twenty five pounds, right? Thirty pounds. Uh, 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 <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's what happens when you get really drunk, though. You kind of like lose a late sense of money, which I am really bad for on a night out. Like yeah, on a night out, much- even if I'm skint, I do not care. I will go into my overdraft to have a good time. Which is not the best thing. I do but not advise there's a, it. There's a reason why I don't have an overdraft because I know what I do. I do the exact same thing. I don't have an overdraft just for that for that matter of fact because if I have a limit on how much I can spend, I'll then be a bit more cautious. Mm-hmm. If I have no limit on what I'll spend, I'll just spend it, and it won't matter. Um, <laughs> honestly, forty pound. Yeah. I don't even think that's like... Or you could go across the street to the your local Indian and get a £5 chips, cheese, like, donnery, no, like can of Coke. Munchie box is only like a tenner. Aye, even then, a munchie box. Or you can get a big big Enzo's pizza or a Marini's pizza or whatever, whatever your local pizza is. And for us, it's like, what, a 16 inches, like £10? What? <laughs> Why you spend that? KFC though. KFC is quite expensive for what it is. It's cheap, ching. I mean, the which pop- they sell at an expensive price. <laughs> the the to be fair, I will say the popcorn chicken is different levels. Oh, it's, it's so tasty. It's different, different gravy. I don't know what it is. Like, see, recently I've been loving KFC. I don't like to top like top tier fast food, right? McDonald like. My number one is probably going to be McDonald's. Do you know, before you continue that, we can talk about that next week and we can do tier lists for next week. Oh, that's quite interesting. Oh, see, that. that'll be a perfect one. Keep the people hanging. Keep oh, the people keep hanging. Oh. Uh, so it might can... not be McDonald's, it might be chicken news. <laughs> Secretly, I'm going to tell you this now, Nando's is one of my top ten. Oh, cheeky. Or is it? <laughs> <laughs> no, it is. God. Um, but no, so... <laughs> Um, Halloween's just been oh. gutted that obviously the pubs and stuff are shut in Scotland so you can't really go out well what I'm doing well what I did to celebrate Halloween is my college class got on Zoom all dressed up wait what was your costume? a onesie <laughs> a onesie uh-huh. so I've... you're going as a baby excuse you what's the one? Oh, is it your Pikachu one? no Oh, <laughs> it's my stitch one. Oh, see, so that's cheating though. If you're gonna do stitch, you have to go all out with like. I'm not painting my face blue. 
<laughs> I mean, I'd pay to see that. I can do the voice, so I just kind of sit there and went, Oh, Hannah means family, and family means no one gets left nah, behind. Oh, fuck up. up. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? I just sat there, Stitch Onesie, a wee bit of a, a, wee bit of a voice, and that was me. A couple of burritos. <laughs> Aye, had the beer. Um, <laughs> at, two, uh, at nine o'clock in the morning, sitting there with a beer. Oh, never mind then. Um, um, but I've... I had my mask on, my baby Yoda mask as well, so I was... Love it. I was all Disneyed out and loving it. But what, what are you... What are you planning on, or what have you done for Halloween? Well, I'm actually going to Newcastle. Mm. And, well, fair enough, like, I'm going home on the Saturday, which is Halloween. Mm-hmm. But on the Friday night, um, I'm just hitting spoons. I doubt I'll dress up. I'm not going to dress up or do makeup. Like, last year I went as, like, I went all out. And did, I'd done, like, well, makeup. I'd done, like, SVX stuff. Mm. I did, like, bullet holes in my leg. And, like, almost, like, I basically went as someone that had, like, been murdered. <laughs> the nicest way to put it mm-hmm. I put this is the thing right so Halloween obviously when people do go big and do like the eye contacts and everything the eye contacts that like Halloween stores used to sell were actually illegal because obviously they weren't like well they're not illegal they're just like frowned upon from using yeah because like obviously it's not like from your eye doctor yeah I know you can get prescription ones which mm-hmm. is well <laughs> what I was what I was planning on doing I was planning on getting prescription um contact lenses because i do need glasses uh-huh. and i've not wearing them because... well <laughs> last year to make like my whole outfit complete i got like so my eye was all white uh-huh. i obviously because i was like right i'm just gonna like leave them in the thing for 24 hours like you're meant to do make sure they're like clean and whatever just doing all the right steps to make sure first i didn't get an eye infection because i do wear glasses uh-huh. um I didn't know the whole white ones took away forty percent of your vision. So I was on a and I was on a night out. I went to the garage Halloween. Right. Um, like the day before Halloween or whatever. And garage has a lot of stairs. Luckily I was wearing trainers, right? So I didn't have to worry about heels and like almost breaking my ankle. Wearing trainers in, in a nightclub, that's frowned upon. No, it's not. It's the way forward. <laughs> it's the way forward. <laughs> but, yeah, so, like, I was literally, like, I couldn't see for half the night. Well, I didn't take them out the whole night, like, because I'm a true soldier, but... A true soldier, yeah. But, honest to God, like, it made me appreciate what I say. Because I was, like, it was, like, everything was just always foggy. And then, also, you're in a nightclub, there's LED lights, there's flashing going on, and there's smoke. Yeah. So, I was, like... Like, see, for my friends and stuff, I would have to, like, hold on to their... Sh- I was like, I have to hold on to your shoulder so I can bloody well see. <laughs> well, speaking of the, the 40%, I... I... Uh, I lost. I lost. Um, what is another wee random fact you know? Like, pers- like just in general, some random wee fact about an animal or something like that that you have just in general? Um, turtles breathe out their butts. I'm sorry, what? <laughs> Have you never seen Frozen 2? Yeah, I've seen Frozen 2. Do you we not wa- know the... We watched it <laughs> together. Oh, yeah, we're in cinema, it's not. But no, have you not seen, like, it, it's like, there's like a... <laughs> there's like the thing where, like, Anna and Olaf are getting, like, chased and she kind of goes, Olaf, help, help, get, like, help me. And he kind of goes, um, turtles, they breathe out their butts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, yeah, okay. Because <laughs> why was yours? Come on, tell well, us. I've got the first one that springs to mind. Um, 
friends taught me this when I was the ripe old age of uh, 15, just about to turn 16. Oh, I was re-watching re re a bit of Friends and found out condoms are only 97% effective. How is that related to animals? I didn't say it was related to oh, animals. Yeah, I, I was just saying it was a general animals. fact. But if you really want to relate this to animals, it was the the character that said it was Ross. Ross had the monkey. There you go. Related to animals. But, no, I, I, I don't know why. When I was 15, 16, when I was just starting to uh, get comfortable in a relationship and obviously when you turn 16 and then it's legal, I wouldn't say do it prior because I didn't. And when you turn 16, you want to kind of take explore it explore and, and take it the next step. Finding out this at 16 puts you off. <laughs> because, you know... Well, you see that, those like, kids nowadays that are like doing it at even younger than 16. Yeah, and there's talks about pulling the age down and all that kind of stuff. Which I think is crazy. Like, yeah. I'm sorry, right? That can lead to so many implications. Oh. And obviously it's like... Even at 16, say they accidentally get pregnant or they do get pregnant, how is a kid at 16 find that? Like, that's them just getting out of school. How are they financially supporting that kid? Oh. Because not being funny, like, if you think you're adult, like, my mum's always said to me, if you think you're ready for a kid, you have to be able to afford it. You shouldn't be going off anybody else's back. Well, Fair enough if it's a mistake and you're against abortion and your religion. Like, that's... I can see where that's coming well, from. that's where the whole Marcus Rashford thing comes in with the, the financial support and the yeah. kids. And Did you see that? Just got a million signatures. Yep. Yeah, um, which is awesome. That is awesome. Um, I think that's that's something in the way, the way it's stepped forward. That it, everything links back to politics. Yeah, <laughs> let's, not, let's not start on that. Cause yeah, I think at the, at the end of the day, Everything you should take away from this whole podcast is... Turtles are cool. <laughs> <laughs> Get a turtle as a pet. Get a turtle as a pet. <laughs> Call it speedy. <laughs> Call it speedy. Train it to be really fast and they breathe out the bombs. Yeah. There you go. There you go. A very informative podcast for you guys. Yeah. Well, we hope you enjoy. Remember to go leave um, a review of our podcast. Uh, give us a little subscribe. Remember, you can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram where we will post extra things on the daily. It is um, Bag of Tricks podcast, so it's super easy to find. And we shall see you guys next week.